Welcome to Beyond the Staff Room, the show that breaks down the philosophies of education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Here we are. It is Beyond the Staff Room. I'm Derek Rodenizer, and looking forward to another podcast. Um, I wanted to talk today about something that I've done. It's just me. There's no guest. Um, but it was an interesting sort of procedure and thing that I've done during this lockdown. And uh, I'm sort of really proud of myself. And it's been an interesting learning sort of procedure and, and, and journey. So I wanted to take a minute and kind of vocalize that. I wanted to talk about it and say, um, you know, what happened and, and what I did and what I got from it and, and all that stuff. So this is a sort of a personal journey discussion with myself that I thought I would share out there with uh, with you. So as always, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, you know, you can email me, email me staffer at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to get back to you and talk on the side. I've been um, pretty active on Twitter more so than usual lately, putting out questions. My daily goal is a question every single day. So uh, check that out and get involved. I'm finding it a nice way to actually communicate a little more through that medium um, and probing people and asking questions. It's actually going to be um, the prompt for podcasts to come. So get involved in that, uh, questioning everything, Derek Rodenizer uh, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, let's get into talking about why I ran a marathon last week. All right, so that's exactly what happened. I, I ran a marathon um, just over a week ago and uh, kind of want to talk about the process and how that happened. So in January, uh, my birthday on January 9th, and I was trying to think of things to do. And um, a while back, I had been listening to the radio and I heard on the radio, they're talking about the Ottawa Marathon, what was going on with COVID and how it was being canceled or at least gone online. And I thought to myself, why would anyone want to run that distance? That's stupid. And I said that word out loud and I kind of really dislike that. I, tr- I really try not to categorize things like that. I try to I feel like it's just not a great way of expressing yourself. And I felt it when I said it. Well, what's stupid about it? Like, it's just, it's a challenge. And then I realized, oh, man, I got to run a marathon now. So that's how I felt. I was like, I I don't know if I can question this without trying to do this. You know, and what a challenge. And what a great challenge. And I didn't see an obvious spot where I could run this marathon. And then uh, my birthday was January 9th. And Ontario, where I was at in Ottawa, was in lockdown. So I was in complete lockdown. In January, ended up being a month. I didn't know that, and uh, I, uh, I'm a pretty active person. I do particularly. I'm deeply involved with jujitsu over the last five or six years, and um, that's all been shut down. I couldn't do that. Uh, I couldn't do any of the athletics that I like to do, and so I started running a bit. And one day I ran. Uh, normally, I ran between five and ten k, and, and ten was around my my ceiling. That's about as far as I've ever ran for the most part. I may have gone a bit further, but that's sort of like, that's it. So one day I got in the groove. I got, I got, I got feeling really good in early January and I ran, um, 13 kilometers. I got home. I was like 13 kilometers. That's not so bad. I could probably do a marathon. We're in lockdown. There's nothing else for me to do right now. This is perfect. So I decided that I would do a marathon. I looked it up. 
it turns out about 16 weeks is what you, you're supposed to do for training for a marathon and there's all sorts of programs for that. And so I counted 16 weeks from there and I got, well, the end of April, April 24th. So that was the plan and I followed it. Um, I followed my running plan and, and I went through all of that. I ran in January, I ran in February, I ran in March and I ran in April. Um, I ran a shy 700 kilometers and it was really hard. Um, I really, I chose not to do a digital marathon. I didn't, I don't know, call me crazy, but where I stand, it felt weird to, uh, you know, put money into an organization to get a medal mailed to me. So if I ran on a certain day, I was like, I can do this. I can just do it. I can just go run a marathon. So I put it on social media, I put it on Twitter. You may have seen it. Hashtag Erodenizerathon. It's awesome name, I thought. And there was even a logo. My science teacher, the fantastic Shannon McLaughlin, put and, uh, sketched out a uh, logo for me, which is so awesome. And uh, I set myself into it. And there was so many things learned along the way. It was really very interesting. I mean, it turns out a marathon is really far. And I knew that. But And I also knew that it would take a while to train for it. But I hadn't really properly understood the amount of time commitment needed to train for it. I mean, every Sunday I was running a long run, which sort of when I started was 10, 15, you know, high teens um, of kilometers. And as you're adding those kilometers, you're adding that time. And, you know, I'm running two and a half hours, all up to three hours. Three hours is a long time to be taken out of your week, out of your day, away from your family, etc. Um, you know, not to mention the time before and the time after, like it's a lot of time. So I really minded that and I spent a, a lot of time trying to figure out balances and I made compromises. I, there were days I did not follow the plan. There were days that it was so terrible outside that I didn't make it. There were other days that were so terrible outside that I did make it and I'm sort of proud of myself for pushing through some of those, but there's some that I didn't. Um, and, and I broke all sorts of rules. Like, I guess you're not supposed to go more than two days not running. I guess that's a, that's a rule. But I just I couldn't manage that. I needed some time, chunks of time with my family on the weekend, and I didn't want to go running in between. And I did not run on Fridays and Saturdays um, ever. During my entire thing, I didn't run Friday. I didn't run Saturday. And uh, that was what needed to happen for me, and it worked. And uh, sometimes I took three days break, and just so be it. But I pushed myself really hard and I got the kilometers in. I always found a way to get them in. Um, and I was really pleased with it. So, yeah, the distance was really tough. And I was trying to find, there was a week that I had to do, you know, a massive week. I needed to run, I think it was just over 70 kilometers. And I couldn't figure out how to get it done. And... Um, there was uh, a Friday that I had the day off uh, work the way it was scheduled. We had a day off work. And so I ended up setting up uh, a day of doing with a friend. This was a really cool side project that evolved from this project that I've since seen happening in classes. So uh, it was really cool. I wanted to try to find a way to get this 70-kilometer week, and I just, it was driving me crazy. Um, and so what we did is that from 5 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night, I ran um, two kilometers an hour on the hour. So I ran up running 38 kilometers. My friend did the same, so he ran one hour on the hour, and another friend ran, um, she ran a mile 
on the hour. And we, we and then in between, we did stuff. So this was inspired by a guy named Bo Miles. It's really interesting. He's on YouTube, and he makes these short films. It's a really neat guy. And uh, he did this. He did it for 24 hours. He ran a mile an hour. Um, a little bit at the end, so that he ran a marathon. Now, mine was a bit less, but uh, but still pretty significant in distance. I didn't get to a full marathon, but the 38-kilometer day allowed me to get a 70-kilometer week, and then I met my need, and I met my training threshold. What was really cool about this side project was that in between each run, so my runs were sort of at worst 14 minutes. Most of them were much less than that. But 14 minutes was sort of the worst-case scenario, and then that gave me the rest of the hour to get stuff done. And I had this huge list of things that got done. It was great. And what was particularly cool was I we made a set of criteria. So you had to do something artistic, had to do something kind, had to do something to clean your community, had to do something that repurposed um, an item in your house, all sorts of things like that. It was really cool. So I was really happy with uh, with what I created during the day. And, you know, I did all sorts of things that you would never, you don't do, right? Like I dusted on top of the cupboards in my kitchen. You know, just having this list of all these things to do made it to, made it pretty cool. And again, doing it from 5 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night made it much more reasonable than doing it 24 hours straight. I didn't need to ruin the days afterwards. <laughs> I just wanted it to be a big, hard day. I didn't need it to be absolutely impossible. So it was a, it was a nice sort of middle, uh, middle ground for me. So that the day of doing happened. In fact, Zach Brain, who um, did it with me, and uh, teaches grade six at the school that I'm at, at five and six, did it with his class in a modified way that was very cool. They set up a list of things to do for the day, and they ended up um, doing it throughout the day, and they ran around the soccer field. They did soccer field runs a bunch of times on the day in between. It was really cool and a great way of getting things done for them. And watching that video was a, was a chance to model the idea to them. It was excellent. Anyway, I got my 38 kilometers in, and uh, you know, if you follow me and you've gotten to know me on this podcast or in other forms, you might know that I am uh, I'm ADHD. And as I came to the end of this training schedule, I was like, wow, I'm feeling pretty strong. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not sure I can wait. I just, I'm free to run this thing. So I ended up running it early. So I ran... Uh, 10 days early, I ran on April 14th, and I set up a route, and just off I went. Um, I did, <laughs> I used Google Maps to find out the distance about. Turns out, uh, I didn't know exactly, but I didn't need to. It was an out and back, so one direction, turn around, come back. So I ran a half marathon, turned around, and came back. I had some friends and family meet me along the way. Um, one of my colleagues actually biked with me for a while. I had a, a super friend, uh, two of them, that uh, came out many times dropping off food um, and, uh, and water, so that was really cool. And I did it. So on that day, um, I had the kids. I was in charge of the kids. Uh, my wife was working, and I had the kids until 2 o'clock. And got them all sorted out and organized. And so I left it too. I left it too and was back by dinner time. Uh, and what a day. Running the marathon is exactly what they say it is. Super long. It's super tedious. The first 30K was okay. The last 10 was brutal. Um, my wife ran the last six kilometers with me, which was so greatly appreciated. I was uh, in a lot of pain and pretty miserable, and I'm not sure if anybody else ran with me. It would have gone well, but she gets me, understands me, and supports me, and um, 
and it went really well. So it was really lovely having her with me. Uh, and I did it. And it's one of those funny things where you finish it off. You're like, oh, well, there you go. I mean, that was really hard. It was really long. And the training was difficult. Because I chunked it up into steps, uh, and because I attacked each week in a way that made the most sense for me, so I held myself accountable to a standard, but I also allowed myself to be flexible within the needs of the, of the week. And it worked really well. I completed it. Um, I had fun with it. And sort of checked it off. Like a lot of people I know who run marathons and longer distances get completely connected to that sport and they want to get faster and they want to get longer. And next thing you know, they're running ultra marathons or they're taking that marathon and they're trimming down the time. It's not my thing. I don't really want to. My thing wasn't ever running marathons and running further, it was self-challenge. And figuring out how to meet a significant self-challenge while still maintaining a reasonable balance in my life. Um, not easy and not perfect, but I, I was able to do it and I was really happy with it. So lots of things came from that uh, challenge, lots of successes, many failures, and uh, Anyway, it was just, it was, it was really cool. So there you go. That's my story. That is how I ran 42.2 kilometers um, without an event, without crowds, without anything except for the interest in running the distance and finding a way to make it happen. You know, we get stuck on the need for things to have pomp and circumstance. Um, but we can do this ourselves. We can set our goals. We can hit our goals. And you'll be surprised about the amount of support that will come to you. I mean, I got some, like I say, my family showed up and helped me along the way. I have a bunch of friends who helped out. And then just nice, kind folks on Twitter. Like, it was great support. It went really well. And it was, um, it was quite the event. So... Um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me at the podcast, beyond the staff room at gmail.com. Happy to talk further about any other things and uh, more podcasts to come. Hope everybody is having a great day. 